Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Well, guys, today we have a very special episode. It is launch week for Pray Confidently and Consistently. And today I am actually going to be interviewed by Kara Bryant, who is our... Tell us your title, Kara. Chief Marketing Officer. Right. Chief Marketing Officer. And I think so often I just want to say, like, she is the boss. She's in charge. So I don't always remember the official title, but... Um, Kara makes everything run at Valmarie Paper and um, pretty much everything you have seen, read, or experienced here has been touched by Kara. And um, I know I'm so grateful for everything you bring to this Valmarie Paper, um, Kara. So today, yeah, I'm just excited to be on the other side of the mic and um, answer some questions. Well, thank you, Val. I am so glad to be here. You know, we talked about this podcast and plans for this podcast at least a year ago, if not more, and Mm -hmm. um, just thinking about it and praying about it, and it wasn't the right time before. And so it's just um, such an exciting thing to be able to be here with you on the podcast that we had been praying about for so long. Yeah. And you know what? Now that you say that, I don't know if you were the one who said, Hey, we need to do a podcast. But if I mentioned it, you were like, I've been thinking we should, you just didn't want to push me over the edge with it. So I think that's so funny. So yeah, we're, we're just, uh, it is crazy that it's a reality now. And I know I'm so excited and I'm excited to be talking to you today. Um, and just giving, you've been interviewing, um, others about their prayer lives. Um, and, being, you know, the owner of a prayer journal shop and having a book coming out on prayer and have, you know, been talking prayer for seven or eight years now. Um, I know that people want to kind of get a peek into your own prayer life. So I'm excited to, um, dive into that with you today. Um, so could you just start by telling us what does your prayer routine look like right now? Uh, Michelle S. from our BMP Society Facebook group asked specifically about how much time you spend in prayer in the Word daily. Yeah, that is a great question. Um, So my prayer routine has definitely changed over the last eight years. Um, But where it is right now is basically I usually get up around 530 in the morning and have... um, between 30 minutes to an hour and a half on a really good day um, of time to just pray and read scripture. And um, what this time normally looks like is first I open my gratitude journal and I just write out a few things. And the reason I start with this is just because if I'm really sleepy, this is like diving into scripture or diving into prayer just kind of feels a little hard. So just thinking about things that I'm grateful for kind of eases me into that. Um, Then I'll say a quick prayer and just ask the Lord to um, help me study his word, give me wisdom as I read, give me clarity as I read, um, and understanding for what he has for me um, or has for all of us in um, a passage. 
Um, and then I spend time praying and, um, what this has looked like probably since January, um, I started using our new signature prayer journals, um, which is basically our monthly format that you can write out prayers every day. Um, I have been writing out prayers every day and, um, you know, in the past, our, our other journals have helped me to get consistent with maybe writing out a prayer every couple of days. Um, but because this one is designed to write out prayers every day, I have actually been doing that every morning and, um, you know, obviously not every single day I, I still miss mornings, but more often than not, I am writing out a page of a prayer and, Sometimes this looks like using the prompts and, you know, mentioning things that are in a section. And sometimes this just looks like whatever's on my heart um, to pray to the Lord that morning, whatever I'm struggling with or whatever I had just read. Um, So that is like my morning time of prayer. And um, what's been really cool is that I feel like um, my prayer life has just transformed so much from those early days of just you know, when I started, when I created the prayer journals, I was just looking to organize my, the things that I knew I wanted to pray for. I was looking for a way to like put it all together so that whenever I had time or made time to pray, I would actually be able to focus. Um, but as I have grown, as I've used these journals for that long, it's, it's increasingly easier to pray just on the fly and throughout my day. So, um, Prayer honestly just pops in my head often. It pops in my head whenever I see somebody crying in their car while I'm driving. Um, and if I just see somebody next to me emotional or upset or um, like the other day I saw a couple fighting, you know, like um, instantly my thoughts go to prayer. Um, whenever I'm spending time with my kids or just feeling a really hard emotion, um, I have learned to just cry out to him. And um, I think the biggest way, the biggest new part of my routine has been praying with other people. Um, And it's not always planned, but I would say at this point, um, just in the last couple of weeks and months, um, I've been able to pray with somebody daily, whether it's on a podcast interview or through Voxer, just to send a message to a friend um, to pray with my husband or my sister, my mom. Um, I don't know. It's just been a, it's been a a crazy season of just feeling like the Lord has, um, been so faithful to respond to me as I pray that I have just, it's made me just more dependent on prayer in general. Um, okay. So that's great to, uh, hear a little bit of how your prayer life has evolved. Now I'm going to take you back just, uh, one more time to when you actually created a prayer journal, mm-hmm. why, or you've kind of told us a little bit of the why, but how did that come about, you know, and what is your story there? Yeah. Um, I was pregnant with Vivi with, yep. With Vivi and just very overwhelmed. I can be a hypochondriac and feeling all the symptoms of pregnancy just very much overwhelmed me. And, I really saw the dread and the overwhelm of the rest of pregnancy and even like motherhood, um, feeling the anxiety that I felt. 
And I knew I had to do something differently. I knew I had to give it to God. And um, I know that's not always like a quick fix like that. Like, oh, just pray and your anxiety goes away. Um, But in this circumstance, the reason that I was experiencing so much of that was because I was not giving it to the Lord. And I had in my mind this idea of a format that could just help me organize my prayers so that I wasn't forgetting anything that I wanted to pray for or that I felt was important to be praying for. And um, something that could just guide my time um, with the Lord so that I didn't just feel thrown into it or like I just wasted 15 minutes because I started thinking about my to-do list or whatever. Um, But I honestly thought it had to exist already. I didn't think it was that unique of an idea. So I searched on Google for two months and when I couldn't find it and realized my printers who had been printing my wedding invitations for um, the stationery company that Valmarie Paper actually started out as. Um, When they said that they could print it, I decided to do that and print the minimum that was necessary. And I really just thought, let me, let me sell enough to cover the cost. I didn't even think I could sell all 50. I just thought I'll hopefully cover my cost of buying this for myself and, you know, having to get the other 49 and, um, was just very blown away by the response. Um, I did, it's still funny to think about now how naive I was to think that I was the only one who struggled with prayer and staying focused. Um, I, um, yeah, it just, I just feel silly having thought that at one point now having heard thousands of stories of people who would just feel overwhelmed and distracted. And, um, I'm very grateful that the Lord put this journal on my heart to create. I'm glad I get to be a part of this. I am so passionate about prayer and the power of it that, um, it's just a privilege to get to do this. Yeah, I'm always so amazed like when I hear that story and I feel like I always ask you to share it um, like please tell the story about the business story um, but I just think it's amazing to see how God worked and it's not like you set out to say you know to to say oh I'm gonna have a prayer journal company mm-hmm. but just how he really guided you in your own prayer life and now um, it's helping and benefiting, um, so many others. And it's, it's gone beyond what I, and I know you would say this, that's gone beyond what you physically can do. And God has just really, um, grown and blessed it. Um, well, um, one thing that you have talked about a lot recently is, Mm -hmm. um, your health journey and several emails and, um, what's been going on with you health wise. And that has been something that's really been big in your prayer life. And Allie O from our Facebook group again. Um, yes, she, um, wanted to know more about how you've been praying through that and what that exactly has been looking like. Yeah. So this year that has been definitely my journey. Um, so in January, I started experiencing this pain, um, in my, under my ribs, kind of nothing like crazy, but just this feeling that something was there. Um, and have still not figured out exactly what it is. Um, we've gotten some answers, um, some things like we just did a bunch of tests and throughout that process, I just feel like my, um, 
my anxiety has shot through the roof. <laughs> like I've always kind of experienced like hypochondria and health anxiety. And, um, this year it just kind of felt like it was one of those things that just never let up. And the way I've said it is that I feel like my mind has just been like this constant battlefield where if I'm not taking thoughts captive and replacing them with truth, there is just no, it's just relentless how negative, how fear, fearful it can be. And, um, just the most peaceful moments in the middle of the storm, which I feel like I'm still in, have come as I have prayed. And honestly, not even just as I have prayed, but as others have prayed with me. Um, like I can think of at least one time in particular where I just felt very much at the end of my rope with it and very much feeling abandoned by God. And, um, I have honestly, even through hard things, I feel like I have known pretty confidently that God is always with me, that he always cares. And I still knew that in my head, but there's just been one or two times in my adult life where it's just felt like, okay, I know this to be true, but I just do not feel this at all. And, um, through one of those experiences, I asked several people to pray for me and just felt like God opened the floodgates of peace and of rest And, um, it was just a really big reminder that like prayer is not a solitary activity. It is, you know, obviously it's something that we, we do need to pray on our own, like withdraw from other people and pray and be alone with God, but Mm -hmm. that's not the only time we pray. And, um, so it's been interesting to invite people into my anxiety and, um, just experience prayer in a whole new way and, um, and just to experience his peace, you know, like there's been so many times where it's like the pain doesn't let up the, the things that I'm worried about don't let up, but God meets me in that. And he, um, he removes the fear and, um, the analogy, like, so first of all, I totally have a book coming on hypochondria or health anxiety it'll be a short ebook, nothing like, um, a traditional book or anything, but because I've just learned so much from it this year. But one thought that has, that I think of often is this idea of a shield around my mind. Um, and that has been my prayer a lot that the Lord would just put a shield around my mind. And, um, and as, as I pray, often that is, that is my prayer. And I'll share just one verse because I like put on my phone, I saved like 20 verses that all talked about a shield, that God is our shield. Like we know from Ephesians, the the armor that we have a shield, but there's other verses that talk about God being our shield. So um, Psalm 18, one through three says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. Um, So that's just been something that's stayed with me um, through this journey and just continuing to learn what it means to um, come to him. And, and, you know, Philippians four, 
six. It's just this, it's over, it's an, I don't want to say it's an overused verse, but it can be, um, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. Like we say this and we know this, but this is, if, if we're struggling with anxiety, if we're struggling with things like we need to turn those things into prayers. And, um, this year I felt like it has just been super, super heavy to where in the past I've been able to do that on my own, but this year I've experienced moments where I need others with me in that journey. So that's pretty much my experience (laughs) this year for the health journey. Yeah. Well, um, it's been great. Just, I mean, personally, and I've told you this before, just to see, um, see your peace at certain times when Mm -hmm. I feel like, Oh, like surely she's worried about this or, you know, um, just how God has, I can see when you are submitting those things to him in prayer. Um, it's visible, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a visible, it's, I can, I feel it. Um, and, um, just to see that I know that comes over time, um, over, you know, periods of growth when you, um, or having that anxiety, you know, when you created that first prayer journal, I know it's different now, even though mm-hmm. you have that same struggle, yeah, the growth that you've had in your prayer life, um, really, um, changes how you handle that and how you, um, trust more in God. Um, so that's been really encouraging for me to see. I would love to know just, um, you know, I think it's easy and I love this. I just love this question that you came up with for asking each of the people that you interview. Um, because it's easy for us to kind of look at, uh, faith leaders, authors, influencers, and think, you know, they, they have reached the pinnacle. Like that's who I want to be like. I just want my prayer life to look like them. But I know, you know, like that you're human and mm-hmm. that there's areas in your prayer life that you'd like to keep growing. Um, so I'd love to hear and what ways do you long for your prayer life to keep growing? Yeah, I know. I, I love this question. I love hearing everybody's answers because um, it really is interesting to just to see like, cause you do just think it's like, okay, it's, you're here or you're there and not like this journey. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think for me, a few things come to mind. Um, I long to be a person who sees somebody in need, sees something happening and will be very bold in like, well, first being so in tune to the spirit that I know when to like, when it's appropriate to say, Hey, can I pray for you or something? Um, I feel like I'm, I've gotten to where I'll see stuff. I'll see, like, I saw a girl crying in the parking lot the other day in her car and those things immediately caused me to pray for them. But, um, I would love to just be so in tune to, and I would love to, Maybe it's not even just be in tune to, I would love for daily opportunities to just be able to pray with somebody who just needs, like just somebody in need. And for that to happen, I definitely need to like make myself available and I can't be, um, nervous about how it's going to look. Um, 
Yeah. One example of this, and I can't remember, I've been doing so many interviews lately. I can't remember if I said this on our podcast or somewhere else, (laughs) but, um, the other day I got my, I went to get a massage and it's a lady that I've been going to for about a year and a half. And, um, we've talked, you know, it, we, we've gotten to the point where I feel like the Lord, you know, I I go in, I want to get a massage and I just want no talking. I just want to enjoy it and zone out. And, um, she is a chatty gal. And at first I would just try to shut those conversations down. And then I really felt like the Lord was like, Hey, you need to be open to this. Like you could develop this relationship. And so we have, and, um, she brought up prayer the other day and then I just felt like the Lord was saying, ask her what you can pray for. And I asked, I, well, first of all, I literally sat there and I was just like, too much time has passed. This is awkward. I don't want to say this. And, um, I ended up doing that and she immediately blurted out a very big prayer request. And, um, it was just one of those things where I was just so grateful that I didn't let that fear stop me because now I know how to pray for her. And now I have something that I can, you know, speak into again, like I can bring it up later and just see how it's going. And, um, yeah. And continue to grow that. And if she sees something happen in that, like if she sees something happen in the situation that she just told me to pray for, like how, how real could God become to her? So, um, anyway, that's one thing. The other thing was, um, I've experienced this before and I have recently, um, had a few days where it just felt like every little thing I did was, I was dependent on the Lord, like, Oh Lord, I'm about to do this interview. Please help me, you know, walk through this or God, the girls are about to get home. Please help me to be the mom, you know, like something to where it was literally like moment by moment, I was relying on him. And I just felt the pressure come off of me. I was not relying on my own energy to get through the day because I knew I was Mm -hmm. going through it with God. And, you know, that's part of the beauty of like living in God's presence is knowing that we do not go through it alone. And there is a part of the book that I talk about, um, like if you're looking for guidance or if there's some situation you need clarity on. And like, um, I give the example of going to ask some man, like, okay, I'm lost. I'm looking for directions. Can you tell me how to get here? And then if we, if he, he could give us like, you know, laid out directions, like, okay, you turn here and then you, you know, go over here or whatever. Um, if he says, okay, well now I'm going to show you how to get there. And we're like, wait, well, why did you just tell me all of that? If you were just going to come with me. And I really think that that's like our relationship with God. Why would God tell us everything that we think we need to know right now when he's going to go with us every step of the way. Now, the thing is, we don't always embrace that relationship and we don't always, um, I don't want to use the word take advantage of, but we don't always like receive that gift. And that's what living in God's presence, I feel like could transform. We could literally be with a guy who like wrote the map and knows exactly where to go every step of the way. But instead we're looking at our phones, we're looking at everything else and, um, ignoring that. And so to live like that, just knowing how I have felt experiencing days like that, I just want to live my life like that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Just reminds me about the verse praying continually. And that just gives really a visual to, uh, what that looks like. 
If you're enjoying today's episode, I want to share with you something to help take your prayer life deeper. My new book, Pray Confidently and Consistently, releases October 12th, and right now, we're offering the audio version for free with every purchase before launch day. That means you can listen, just like you're enjoying this podcast now, and have a printed copy for highlighting. And if you've ever thought about praying with others, but found it super intimidating to think of leading a group, you won't want to miss our pre-order bonus for ordering four or more copies. We've created a no-fail leader guide that helps you walk through the content of the book while simultaneously morphing your book club into a prayer group by the final week. We are super excited for how this will work and how it will take the intimidation factor out of a prayer group. Go check out valmariepaper.com slash pray for details and enjoy the rest of the episode. I do want to go back to what you were saying about praying um, for this lady. And I feel like there has to be people listening that would say, oh, that's awesome. You know, I wish I could do that, but I can't do that. You know, I I can't Mm -hmm. pray with people in front of people. Um, What kind of advice, you know, would you give there? Yeah. Um, so I think the, just the most basic would just be to, if, if we are learning to be in tune with the Holy spirit, if we are, you know, reading our Bibles and understanding God's heart for people and the way that he would see other people, um, I think we can take some of that pressure off of ourselves, just knowing like what God's heart is for that. Like God does not expect us to have the perfect words, He doesn't expect us to know everything about prayer. And in fact, it's going to be in coming to him that we learn. So like the idea that we could pray like, Lord, give me more faith because, or give me a desire, God, give me the words. Um, It sounds funny that we can pray for our prayer lives, but it's really only in prayer that we will learn these things. So um, I guess trusting God that if I'm going to, if I offer to pray for somebody the Holy Spirit is interceding for me and he will give me the words. Um, it's bold. And, um, but I think it's just so rewarding. And I think like, um, I mean, honestly, that's why I wrote this book was so that we could pray confidently. We could pray, um, knowing that what we are saying isn't just a wish. It's not just some idea. It's not just, Oh, well maybe like God will hear this and maybe he'll do this. Um, it's not like that. It's based on promises and truth. And the book, I feel like, um, you know, obviously, Carrie, you know, like our mission here is to just be so intentional and like no fluff, you know. So uh, this book, I just feel like is so full of truths that could help somebody feel confident to pray. So that's my my basic answer of just um, don't overthink it. But also, if you want to learn and grow in that, like that's literally why this book was written was so that you could pray confidently and consistently. Yeah. And I think, um, one thing you say in the book is I'm convinced that the more we pray, the more we will desire to pray. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true of just prayer in general, but also like, uh, the praying for others, like you were saying, um, that just doing it sometimes, like just making yourself, you know, do it in, in starting small, um, is fine. Um, praying with your husband, praying with your, your child, um, and, you know, praying with your best friend and then maybe 
praying with um, someone that you don't know. But um, yeah, I think the more we pray, the more you'll desire to pray. I love that. Mm -hmm. And um, speaking of the book, we are so excited Mm -hmm. because at this time that the podcast airs, your new book, Pray Confidently and Consistently, will be releasing tomorrow. Yay. Um, I can't believe we made yes. it here. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad. <laughs> um, yes. And uh, we, so today's the last day to pre-order, mm-hmm. which um, there are a couple different bonuses that you can get when you pre-order. And so if you're listening today, then definitely take advantage of that. Um, but I'd love to just kind of go behind the scenes of the book a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, something that occurred to me was, you know, your first traditionally published book, you have other books that we've published um, ourselves, mm-hmm. but the first one that Tyndale did was not on prayer, which was surprising to me. And I, you know, I didn't say anything at the time, but it was, it was on motherhood and, um, it was grumpy mom takes a holiday, which obviously was so needed. Um, and so timely, but I wonder how did you know now was the right time to write a book on prayer? Yeah. So this is a great question and you kind of got me a little teary eyed thinking about this. Um, So I feel like I did not think I could write a book on prayer, you know, like just not qualified. Mm -hmm. Um, I always give the example of Tim Keller, like Tim Keller has a book on prayer. Like, why do you need me to write a book on prayer? (laughs) And um, I remember Gretchen Saffles, um, who, you know, we're real friends in real life, um, talking to her and she was just like, Val, you need to write a book on prayer. And I just remember feeling like, no, you know, like I really just am not qualified to do that. And she planted the seed. It was very early on. And I think, um, it it just planted that idea. She basically said there are people who are not going to pick up, you know, the Tim Keller books. They're not going to pick up the, um, these just, you know, maybe just really old books or different language, um, hard to read kind of things. Um, and so, that definitely planted a seed. And then when the idea to write this book came, I just remember feeling really, um, just sure, sure of the message and sure of who I was writing to at that point. Um, and so the, the whole heart of it is to have written a book that is deep on prayer, but it is really accessible. And it's the language that I use, the stories that I use, Everything I pray people find is easy to read. And um, I know we've had somebody in the launch team say like concepts that have been felt so stuck, like she just feels like they're clicking now. And that's like the greatest thing to hear because um, because prayer is for everyone. It's not just for like the people who are super like theologians and know everything. Um, And, you know, I still don't I still don't feel like you know, there's always that doubt of just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not a seminary grad. I don't know everything. Um, but even in this, the last eight years, I feel like I've learned so much about prayer. I feel like it's been challenged in my own life so that I'm having to live it out. I feel like, um, I've gotten to read the Bible in light of scripture or in light of prayer and learn so much about it. And I have been blown away by how, how clear God is about prayer 
in the Bible, you know, we could think it's just such this complicated topic and and it can be, don't get me wrong, but I think God gives us a lot more context and understanding of it than we think. So it's been really cool. Like I could not have written this book five years ago. Um, and I think this is the book we need now. And God has changed my heart so much about praying with other people and growing and doing, um, just going beyond just praying for 15 minutes every day that I just feel like now is the time and I'm excited to see what God does with it. I cannot wait to see the impact. And, um, I just, I know it's not any gifting of mine. Cause like I said, like I'm not, I don't feel qualified to have written this book. Um, but I just pray God uses it, um, in people's lives. Yes. Um, I, I love that. And I think, uh, one thing that really stands out to me and someone said this, uh, in their endorsement of the book, I believe it was Hannah Brinsher, um, that said, it's like talking with a friend. Um, it's like a friend coming alongside you. And we have these other books that are very about prayer that are, um, you know, very academic, very Mm -hmm. like refined and, um, I feel like this, this book is like you're having a cup of coffee with a friend who's guiding you and, and sharing your own prayer life, um, and your own growth and where you've struggled. And, um, so I feel like that's what makes this, this book different. And I think that's why it's going to have such an impact. Um, so, but you have, you have still written a lot about Mm -hmm. prayer over the past seven or eight years through the blog. Yeah. You've created journals, developed a prayer course. Um, could you tell us just a little bit about what makes the content that people are going to get and pray confidently and consistently different than that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, so much of what I was learning in real time as I was writing it, so it's a lot of new content just because it was I was learning it new. Um, I shared the example. Um, actually, somebody asked me on a podcast today, about, um, just what you learned as you were writing that, like you didn't know before. And it is interesting. There was a lot of, of the things in the book that I feel like came out in my quiet times during that season. And, um, so it, in that sense, it is a lot of just different content because it's new things that I've learned since writing a lot of other things, but, um, but also in general, like the topic. So we have, we have talked to so many people over the last eight years and the, the struggles that we hear, um, like we, we just know them. We know what the obstacles are. We hear them over and over again and multiple people, like, even though we hear from, you know, hundreds, thousands of people, the, the, it's pretty consistent in the things that we struggle with. So this book was written to actually help you pray. And, and I do say like, this is not, this is not an academic book. This is not, um, you know, something that's just supposed to like learn the theology of everything. Um, it's going to actually help you pray more. So it's very actionable. It's very, um, driven by deep truths that we need to know so that we can pray differently. Um, and, yeah, the the whole concept is basically based off of Hebrews 12, 1, which talks about um, throwing off every unnecessary weight that hinders us and 
fixing our eyes on Jesus and basically just running unencumbered and unhindered. And um, I shared in the intro the story of like me running down the hall when I was younger at church and just feeling like I was about to lift off the ground. That's how fast I was running. And that the thought of that running like that feels very um, hard to imagine now, because if I run now, it's like, not like that at all. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that with our prayer life, like we just want to run, we just want to talk to God. We want to know him, but everything feels so heavy and a burden. And I just pray that this book will help you like throw off those weights. And you'll notice in the, um, on the inside cover, there is the in sheets, the, the pages that are like right on the inside of the covers, um, are these fabrics and you'll see it in our graphics too, if you look on social media, but it's, it's representing all those things that we're throwing off. And one last analogy that I shared was if you've watched the biggest loser and you, they shed all the weight and then, um, towards the end, they have to put like weights back on and run with them. And then they like every mile marker, they, they take off the weight that they lost in week one and then week two. And it's such an emotional journey for them because, because they're remembering what it was like to carry all those weights and how they compared to how they're running now. And I just think how beautiful that is to, to be at the end and just know, look how free I am compared to where I was. So that is my hope for people as they read this book, that they will just throw those weights off and experience that running. Like you feel like you're just going to lift off the ground and fly. Yes, definitely. Um, you have been pretty open about your sales goal for this book, which is pretty unusual (laughs) for an author to just throw out there. Um, but I think your reasoning behind that is really encouraging for people to hear. So could you tell us some about that? Yeah. So, um, I, about a year and a half ago, almost, I was reading about, um, it was Evelyn Christensen and she was just talking about how they would pray for these Billy Graham crusades and different events for maybe like a year and a half before they actually happen. And I just remember thinking how cool that was. So like just the idea of praying that long for something, but, um, around that time, I felt like the Lord was calling us to, or saying that we would be impacting a hundred, or he was, he was calling me to pray for, um, the idea that we would impact a hundred thousand people with this message. And, um, I remember feeling like it was pretty clear that I didn't just need to pray for a hundred thousand people impacted. I needed to pray for books sold because I could not measure a hundred thousand people impacted. And, um, essentially I felt like the Lord was saying, you can't give me glory if you can't even figure out what that number is. You know, if you say like, Oh yeah, we impacted, we think we did this. There's no milestone. There's no celebration that we could clearly point to God. Um, and just to give you guys a reference, I think we've sold 15,000 copies maybe by this point of grumpy mom, maybe a little bit more, but, um, so a hundred thousand is not in our own ability to like, we can't do this. We absolutely can't do this on our own. Um, so anyway, I started feeling like, you know what, I want to pray for this every day until the book launches and we'll, we'll continue praying for it, but to keep praying for it, praying for something that we know God cannot answer 
in the first month, in the second month, even in a year. And, um, in a, in the book, I actually mentioned to the reader, like reader, you have been prayed for since basically a year and a half. <laughs> and I said, if you're reading this 10 years down the road or later, then it's been even longer. Um, <laughs> But I'm praying for the readers of this book. I'm praying for the people that it will, will reach. I'm praying that we reach a hundred thousand copies, and that is scary to say. Um, and you know, I don't necessarily think it's going to happen tomorrow. I don't think it's going to happen on launch day. Um, our goal, honestly, for launch day is ten thousand, which is still really, really big for us. And um, my my hope, well, first of all, if this doesn't happen. That's totally fine. God God has a plan. I trust him. I trust he had a purpose for this. If it was just praying for the five readers who get it, I know that that's I'm happy with that. Um but the idea that if this happens, we are able to give God the full glory for this. We cannot take a bit of it is just so exciting to me. I want people to get to um see a God who is real and who if you guys just know me as Val, like I don't have makeup on. I am um, very low-key about a lot of things. We don't have a launch party planned. We don't have um, fancy anything planned. Um, but so if this happens, you will know this was not Val. Absolutely. So that's our scary little prayer. <laughs> yes. And we'd love for you, if you're listening, to just join us in praying for that. Mm-hmm. Um And I think we've said from the beginning that this is more than just a book launch, but we are, we hope to start a movement Mm of people getting serious about prayer. I think um, one thing that I noticed that was different about this book than your other content in the past is just your... Um, which of course you're funny and lighthearted, but you're also your message and your challenge is serious. Um, and so I, um, we're just praying that we will, um, see a movement of prayer warriors like never before. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that you would take this into your communities, into your churches, into your, ministries and friend groups and that, um, there would be a revival of prayer and, um, and calling out to God. And, um, so we'd love for you to join us in that. And Val, um, I'd love for you to to share if there's someone who's listening, maybe they already pre-ordered the book Mm -hmm. or they're like going to pre-order the book right now and excited. Um, how can they help spread this message, not just about the book, but about prayer. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, just, I think, um, the reason this message, it it was probably more serious is just, I just feel so convicted that like we are living in a time where we, um, we maybe are, we've seen past generations and we just think, Oh, I want to pray like that. But, but they were, they were, engaged so much in the conversation of prayer with God. So I feel like if we want the presence of God, if we want the joy, if we want the peace, if we want the miracles that other people experienced, we got to be praying. We got to be praying more. And um, so I, I feel like I'm, again, I mean, like we've already said it, but like, this is not just a book. This is a, this is a, a chance that I feel like we can 
really um, change hearts and not us changing them, but if we can, man, if we could get them into undistracted prayer, God's going to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to help do that. Um, but yeah, if somebody's listening, I feel like just knowing and truly believing that you can have a thriving prayer life and not thinking that can't be me or I don't know, not uh, just being unsure of that. Mo- be the vo- be the light in your friend group. Be the person who says, "Guys, like this is important. We need to do this." And not because it's a burden or something we need to check off a list, but this is a privilege that we forget is a privilege. Um, we we get to talk to the Creator of the universe, and He's the God who made us. Who better to talk to every single day? Um, so yeah, if you want to help spread the message, we would love that. Leaving reviews is so big on Amazon, whatever bookstore you bought from, um, leaving reviews on the podcast, sharing screenshots of the podcast episodes. Um, and honestly, prayer, pray for this, pray for this message to continue to permeate. I would love your prayers. If I could selfishly ask just continued prayers for healing and my health and the things that, um, that weigh me down. Um, I heard recently somebody talk about the idea of people praying for prayer warriors and knowing that like prayer warriors, um, they come up against a lot because the enemy knows that prayer is powerful and he wants to shut it down. So pray for the prayer warriors that you already know and, um, and connect with other people who are praying so that you guys can pray for each other. Um, as y'all lead other people in this message. Yes. And, um, it's been great talking to you today, Val, and, uh, just hearing a little bit about your own prayer life and your own journey. Um, let me just go ahead now and close us in prayer. If I can. Yes. Lord, thank you so much for this message about prayer that you long to have conversation with us that you long to um, be in relationship with us. And God, I know in each of our souls, we feel that. We feel that pull towards you. And um, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to overcome whatever is holding us back, to set it aside um, and run to you, Lord. Um, We just pray against any hindrances that are out there for, for the ladies listening today. Um, and guys, um, that, um, they would leave this podcast, um, just with a renewed sense of communion with you motivated to pray right now, um, to just say a little prayer of, I want my prayer life to change. I want to be close to you. I want to grow. I want to take the next step. And I just pray, Lord, that you would be faithful mm-hmm. and that we know that you will. Um, your word says that you will be faithful when we come to you. And um, Lord, I just want to pray over this book and over Val. Um, God, I just pray over this um, this launch that you will just put protection around her, um, that you will give her healing, Um in peace as she navigates this, um, these things going on with her health, Lord. 
And um, I just pray that they would not hold her back from sharing the message that you've given her and from celebrating the work that you are doing. Um, and um, Lord, we just um, pray that this goal of 100,000 copies, Lord, um, we just put it in your hands and we are just trusting you with that, um, not for our own sakes, um, but God, just that um, this message of prayer would um, start revival. I pray that we would um, see new peace, new joy in this generation that we have not seen before. And Lord, it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kara. Thank you. You guys go buy the book.